Geeks and Brews. The Geeks and Brews podcast said our podcast has a better table than you guys. And you, Geeks and Brews. It's uh, Chris, uh, your leader guy. Can anyone translate Chris? What's up, bro? But apparently I spent a total of 67 hours finishing 60% of the game. I technically got stepped on by an elephant. There's such a mess everywhere. The floors are sticky. Of course, the prizes are, are crappy. Every damn night. No, guys, guys, this well, isn't this isn't geeks and hot dogs. This is geeks and brews. We haven't even discussed how mediocre this beer is. <laughs> it, it's like it distinctly lacks flavor. Hydrox away, bro. Commence radio transmission. <laughs> Hello, hello, my excellent friends. Uh, welcome, it's Geeks and Brews, the show where we geek out with a brew. It is Chris here, your leader guy. It is Eli. What's up, what's up, homies? And it is uh, Guillermo and Edgar? Donde esta? Aha, I see uh, you. Yes, Guillermo. Welcome. Well, wait, wait, he's the Guillermo and Edgar, so I, yeah. you know, I was giving Edgar... A bit of a chance to go first. Nice, nice. And Edgar, there you guys are. Welcome, welcome, guys. It's been a uh, it's been a couple weeks since we uh, last did this uh, little shindig. I think we should uh, kick things off like we always do. I hope you guys are drinking at home. We are too. Of the day. Gents, what are we drinking today? Edgar. Edgar's on mute. Let let someone else go. How about you, Eli? What are you drinking today? <laughs> um, I am drinking Modelo Especial. I am on the same token with you. I am drinking Modelo Chelada Limon y Sal. Nice. So I just took it up to the next uh, level right there. I, I mushroomed up. Nice. What about you, Guillermo? What are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking the Tears of Unicorns. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I'm drinking Juneshine Harkabucha Mango Daydream. Very cool. Very cool. What about you, uh, Edgar? What are you drinking? I think Edgar's having Wait, some, be, uh, sh- some. Should audio. I be Edgar? Like, yeah, I'll you can be Edgar. Some IPA. Right yeah, I'm, I'm drinking some IPA. <laughs> That's my terrible impression. <laughs> and geek crew, I think listen. Edgar is is having technical difficulties. Yeah, he is the the, the technical difficulties. I, I don't. I, I was trying to 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 translate that. Obviously, I failed at that one. Geek Crew, what are you drinking tonight? Go ahead and put it into the chat if you are chatting with us. Uh, Geek Crew out there that are listening via the web, go to Mixler.com. That's M-I-X-L-R.com. Sign mm-hmm. up for a free subscription. You'll have uh, access to a plethora of shows, including this one. And uh, download that free Mixler app, and uh, you can download it right to your uh desktop and or smart devices and uh, you'll have access to this show just search geeks and brews can you guys hear me 
Yeah, we can hear you yes, now. Loud and clear. What are you uh, drinking? Hear you. What are you drinking? We need to know now. Can you guys hear? Yeah, we can yeah. hear you, Edgar. Hear you. Hello. Yeah, can Edgar, you? We can hear you loud and clear. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, uh, I can't seem to hear you guys, but if you can hear me, hello. Yeah, we can hear you yes. loud and clear. Yeah, we can, we hear, can you. hear you. All right, guys. Uh, I'm having a original course. I don't know. For some reason, I don't know if I'm going to have to restart my stuff. I can't get access to any of the um, – I can either unmute or mute or, or video as well. So I'm going to have to restart my stuff. No worries. We'll, we'll, we'll come back that to you. But, uh, gents, virtual cheers. Virtual cheers, everybody. Do, 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 do. Oh, God. I'm already Tasty. drunk. Tasty as always. Already drunk. All right. Some of you one of those <laughs> shows today. All right, Aww. gang. Uh, what have you guys been up to? I want to know. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? Eli. What's up, bro? What's up? Um. Let's see. Well, I've been working uh, a lot per usual. Um, I recently went to Disneyland again with my girlfriend. Uh, we had a very, very nice day. Very memorable. Um, we got on all world? the cool rides. What's that? Did you go on It's a Small World? I did. Um, not my... Did you go to the Haunted Mansion? Uh, no, nah, I didn't this time. I went last time I went. Peter what? Pan's Flight? No, I didn't go on Peter Pan's flight, actually, Dude, either. What's wrong with you? Chris, who goes on that one other than people with kids or who yeah. are going there with kids? I, yeah, you, I, I didn't even know that Peter was Pan's still flight? a thing. Jeez, man. Where's your, where's your Disney spirit there? I went on the, I went on the Pirates it's of the Caribbean. The okay, okay. And then yeah. I went on the Rise of the Resistance, uh, the new Star Wars ride. Yeah. I had to get an extra pass aside from the pass I already had <laughs> to get on it. But I did that, which was, um, I, how much did I you spend? How much did you spend on that? Uh, I think it was $25. All right. Yeah. It's not that bad. Not that bad for, for Wait, Chris. That. Yeah. Why did that get a celebration noise? Yeah, because uh, it wasn't that, that bad. Like Disneyland it, basically know, gouged him for an extra twenty-five dollars. It, it could have like been worse. Uh, no, if, if, if it would have been fifty, you know, well, not as bad. Not as bad. Well, I spent I, I, fifty because I bought Chris. one for each of us. So I overall I spent fifty bucks for two. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly terrible. Like terrible. Hey, can you guys hear me? Oh, we can hear you, Edgar, loud and clear. We can hear you, Edgar. Chris, All right, cool. he said 50, so what sound do you need? Uh, we need this sound. Yeah, Mom. <laughs> 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 Anyways, guys, in case you guys didn't what? hear, I'm drinking Original Coors. Original Coors. Oh, nice. So Guillermo is drinking some, some fancy beer. Um, Edgar's drinking Original Coors. Eli is drinking uh, Modelo Special, and I uh, one up Edgar. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Eli, with Modelo Chalada Limon and oh. Sal. 
What a surprise, Eli. The least amount of effort ever, huh? <laughs> What a fucking hey, I could surprise. have got Bud Light from my fridge. Yeah, bullshit. Whoa, whoa, I'm whoa, sure whoa, you, whoa. I, I think, I think you had the it, more pressing question is why do you have Bud Light in your fridge? Uh, from the yeah. party leftovers. Oh, oh, okay. It was donated. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Friends don't let friends buy it. Do we that. need to do an intervention? Yeah. Um, no. I mean, they've been in my fridge, my backyard fridge, for like a, the better part of a year. Yeah. <laughs> and that's I a only, span of Bud Light. Yeah. And, and I only grab one on dire emergencies when I didn't get a beer for the show and I don't have nothing else but but like oh love it love it it's funny anywho well, as I was saying uh, they gouged me the $25 for that uh, fast pass and it was only for that ride but I had to pay another $20 each for the regular fast pass for the other ride wait they, they charge you for regular fast pass now yeah, there's a fast pass well, for like Indiana Jones. It's called Genie Pass. No, oh, it wasn't pass, always whatever. the case. You used to go to the machine and get the fast pass. It was free. You do you it on the app. Yeah, no, no, no. It's oh, on I'm sorry, I don't mean always cases in in all time. Uh, what I mean is, it's long been that case. Oh. Yes. Well, I, I like haven't they, been to Disneyland they, since uh, is... pre-pandemic. I haven't been there since 2019. Yeah. Yeah. That. What they have uh, is something start... called Genie Pass. Yeah, that Star Wars ride is yeah. relatively new, uh, Chris. The Rise of the Resistance okay, so ride is that. separate from the Millennium Falcon and separate from Star Tours, of course. Millennium the... Falcon, like really, I just want to go back on. on I want to go to the the ride. Rise yeah, of the it's Resistance. it's yeah. uh it's that a pretty bad. dope ride. It's uh, I liked it a lot. Um, was it worth paying the twenty five dollars extra to get on the short line? Uh, I think yes. <laughs> Only because the line was probably close to two hours long without it. Yeah. Now, what about what about the rest of the rides? Is, was it worth getting the fast yes. pass for the rest of the ride? It is. Can you just go? I think so. Because that one is $20, I think, or 25 I don't remember. But you get uh, uh, you get on, like, you could get on Space Mountain and Dan and Jones, which I got on both of those, by the way. Space Mountain is still still a good ride. Indiana Jones is still oh, pretty yeah. cool. I think they changed maybe a little bit here and there, but still a really, uh-huh. really cool ride. Indiana Jones. Um, what else? Did... No, no, no. With the fast pass, though, do you have to like go at separate times? Like, it, like or is this new? The app tells you different. when to show up between this time and this time. Oh, you need an app. Yeah. Just like yeah, the Disneyland app. Yeah. You kind of have oh, just to be um, okay. Chris with. You kind of have to be really on top of it. So I, when I I went um, last year, I actually literally used my phone timer for so that when exactly an hour hits, I book a new thing because it only lets you get a fast pass for one every hour or after you yeah. use one. And so yeah. you okay. you, you want you basically need your own separate timer to um, in order to remind be able to, you yeah like in order to remind you to to do that so you don't like let anything go to waste. But yeah. it is cool because you could, um, like, you, with Fast Pass, you have to go to the ride to get the Fast Pass. Here, you could be for one thing and start up the queue for an, uh, for another ride you yeah. want to go on. So yeah, got you. It it's actually if you're just gonna go one day, you absolutely need to get um, Genie yeah. Pass, or else you spend. Um, so so go, you, go you ahead, waste Eli. a lot of time without it. Um, yes. Uh, Disney is gouging more of your money out, but it's super convenient if you want to make the most out of the day. 
Yeah. So, so basically, yeah, just plan out your day accordingly. It, it was funny. Uh, I was going through a checklist. We went to Legoland uh, last year, and I was going through a checklist of, uh, oh, we should go on this, go on this, and looking at the, the you know, the age appropriate um, appropriateness of the ride. Like, well, is this too small of a ride? Um, you know, for a six-year-old, or is this uh, okay? And uh, just planning out your day, like we want to hit these rides, um, but it looks like you got to do that. Yeah, for for uh, the old mouse. Yeah, the, so good to um, know. And if you haven't been to Star Wars Land, I highly recommend it. They did a really good job, um, and I like the fact that they actually have real alcohol in the Star Wars Cantina. I, I was. Before I went, excuse me, I was afraid that they were just going to have, like, really watered-down drinks. Oh, it's a full bar. Or not good drinks at all, but I ordered uh, I ordered a drink that was called the Outer Rim. And I had two because there's, only, there's a two-drink minimum at the Star Wars Cantina. Okay. So, and you could only okay, be in there Eli. for 45 minutes. Yes. Eli, did you giggle when you ordered that name? Uh, I actually did, yeah. <laughs> I solely got it nice. because so I could say the name. <laughs> Eli but is if... a chauvinist pig. Yes, yes, thank you. Um, um, so did you get blue I milk? Did though, not get the blue time. milk. Uh, I got the blue milk at the Scum and Villainy bar, and I wasn't a big fan. It was okay, but it. Is it? Is it? I don't. Is it even the same blue no, milk? That, I don't know. That, that's coming. But no. I wanted to get it. I don't think no, there's I any to get a better I can tell you, it's not. It is. They're not the same. I talk. If you're talking about Scum and Villain in Hollywood, the one in Hollywood is not yeah. re, not related to. No, Disney, they're not related. Unless so there's another their, one. Their blue milks are going to be different. Oh, well, it's okay. I don't. It doesn't bother me. The drinks I got at Disneyland at the Star Wars Cantina was they were super good. They were not cheap with the vodka or whatever the tequila they put in there. And you get a good buzz off of those two drinks. I mean, obviously they cut you off after that, but they're good. Now, now, just as a little uh, tip, uh, next time you go, um, if you're in the downtown Disney area and you like walk your way into the uh, Grand California Hotel, there is a uh, bar in the Grand California in the lobby. Uh, makes really good drinks. Oh. Edgar, you can uh, you can testify to that. Uh, yes, they do. Make fantastic I'm, drinks. I'm down to go just to downtown Disney whenever you guys want. We'll we'll go in I, one I, car. We'll split the the whatever parking fee, and we'll just walk around. And we have we had yeah. um quite a few drinks there, right, Chris, in the past on different occasions. We did, we did. Um, we even with Robert once we went right with Robert Drew. Yeah, yeah, we went with Robert. Yeah, yeah. former guest on the uh, yeah the show. Um, yeah. It looks beautiful in there too, as well, like all wood paneling and all kinds of stuff. It's she see it at Christmas yeah, oh, time. Man, it's really nice. Yeah. Uh, and uh, sorry, I'm digressing. But uh, another thing I did this past weekend was uh, I hung out with those two scumbags, Edgar and Guillermo, on Friday. Oh yeah, there you go. Which was uh, which was a ah, good time. More scum and villainy. It was a good time. We uh, had some food, had some drinks. Yeah, it was uh, actually. Guillermo kinda... was starving and didn't tell anybody. And. <laughs> <laughs> Until it was like almost closing time, and we're like, "Dude, you should have just said there's like this pizza sitting here. No one was eating it. You should have just asked." <laughs> and he's like, "No, oh, but yeah. it's weird." I was no, like, you "Yeah, don't I guess." Ask about it, like so, like so. What he was saying was that, like, you know, I was like, wasn't sure when they were leaving, so I get like food anytime because I it, there's it's annoying to get food and then everyone's like five minutes 
from going. Um, anyways, there there was a to-go pizza box that they had there. And Eli is giving me crap. He's like, you know, you could have asked for that to-go pizza. I'm like, it is not normal for someone to ask for someone else's to eat someone else's to-go food. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, that, uh, yeah, that is that. I, is I guess the weird. better question would have been, hey, uh, Eli, whose food is that? And I would have been like, oh, it's mine, Guillermo. Would you like some? No, no, no. Here, Guillermo, it. next time what you do. What, well, what? well, I don't expect that would you like some. It would just because if I see someone's food, I'm not I, – I, I don't feel any obligation or any um, – I, I don't feel that that's – there's any expectation that I would get any of that food because if you're doing to go, that presumably means you want to eat oh, it. Later. What you do next time, Guillermo, um, is uh, I'm going to buy yeah. you a beer, and this will be currency. Let me have that food there, and uh, you get an extra drink. No one's going to turn you down for that. Yeah, I mean, it's if it was a complete stranger, I would understand more. But it's us; like we've known each other for a while. It's yeah. not like I would. I would have been like honest with you, I would have been like, nah, dude, that's my shit for later. No, go kick some rocks. Or, no, dude, here, have it. It's yours. You know, I would have, I would have asked just to hear that and, response. And, and Jeremy probably would have went and kicked some rocks. <laughs> oh, man. I can, I can see a, a cut to Jeremy going, oh, man. And then, like, swinging and missing. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's what nice. I did. That's a, that's a great yeah. little so, weekend. Right it was there. a good weekend. What, what about you, uh, Edgar? What have you been up to? What's up, bro? Um, you know what? Uh, to be honest with you, other than um, than watching the movie um, that we're we're supposed to be watching this week, um, there, I went to a um a little uh, birthday party for one of my nieces. Uh, it was like one of those like three hour jobs. You know, you go in and you eat real quick, and then the kids run around, and then all right, hi, bye, and then you, you're on your way. Um, and then that, that kind of that took sounds like the work. evening away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other than that, um, uh, it's been a um, kind of a uh, slow week, so um, not too much to be honest, and not too much to report this week. Awesome. Hey, uh, surprising news, guys! I actually watched the movie we're supposed to watch for this week. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, no, no, yeah. no! Yeah, wait, wait no you, Eli, is it, are you sure? Is this still you? Yeah, I, mean, I watched it yesterday. Uh, well, the main character is no not way. wearing spandex. I know, or but it, or... he was in Star Wars, so I figure I give him a okay, chance. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anywho, oh, awesome. Guillermo. Guillermo. What's up? What's up, bro? You Play- say- there you go. Jesus. That's yeah. what I was waiting for. He, he only waits for that. <laughs> yeah. I respond to whoever that is that said it. One day we're going to meet that person, and it'll be like, you're, we're your biggest fans. What's up, bro? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I've been up to a lot of things. Um, a couple things are notable. One is um, last weekend, um, I went to this uh, this place called the Reptacular Ranch, and it was basically I was camping where they also had a lot of different animals. Um, probably the highlight is I did get to ride a camel for the first mm, time. Awesome! Wow! Um, yeah, I've cl- I've checked that off yeah, my pictures. list. Um, they had like other ones like tortoises, alpacas, emus, 
um, goats and stuff like that. Um, and you also did like a hike and everything. Gear was that any sloths? Did I any sloths? Did you pet? No sloths. <laughs> I know. Just checking, Eli yeah. would be very disappointed. <laughs> Um, I did not pet a slot. Wait, 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 wait. Um, how many how many humps did the camels have? <laughs> One, two, and three. Eli is a chauvinist pig. Also, funny note that is the, the correct answer. One, two, and three. There was a normal camel. There was a dromedary famously only has one hump and then there was a hybrid that kind of had like one big hump and two smaller ones uh, double up. Uh, uh. <laughs> and i mean as far as like a double on drawing a dirty sounding answer one two and three hump kind of is like the perfect response yep, i concur um, <laughs> um outside of that like though um i there was one show i watched but my biggest accomplishment this weekend um, was I had bought a mattress like from someone downstairs, and so I'm like upgraded to a queen mattress. And you know the thing is, it's been staying on the side of my room, taking up like so much space because I, you know it's like all this effort to dismantle your bed, take the mattress, put it away, um, install the new mattress and then put it on there. And so last night I was like, I'm going to do this come hell or high water. And I, I went, I get just, you can, I did you can have someone and do that. Like was when that you Chris? buy the bed or. It, yes. Yeah. Yes. But I didn't want to. I, they charge. You know, it's not that much. Money. Overall yeah, compared to what you're spending on the bed. I'll let them do it. Yeah. But, um, one thing funny that happened was when I was making the, uh, when I was, um, putting together, the bed I did get, I had everything laid out, all the screws and that only to realize they never sent me the instructions and online, they didn't have any instructions. Like, <laughs> so it took me twice as long. Cause I had a puzzle together, like how everything was supposed to be. Um, at one point I actually had to undo the screws, like a, for like a bunch of portions because I used the wrong ones. And, did, did you uh, end up with um, extra pieces? Because uh, sometimes that happens, like especially like Ikea furniture, any, anything like that. Sometimes for some yeah, reason. Extra pieces. Had something called extra pieces. So like they, I had some extras, but those were properly labeled as like replacement pieces. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I was just proud. And I'm like, it's now fully like installed put together everything like so that was um, um but as far as shows are concerned uh, i mean i've been still following how my father and and um the secret invasion is one of the ones i've started watching uh but the one that i got most excited about was i saw the recent season of never have i ever um mm. how, how was that it was great. It was amazing. I mean, never have I ever. It was just like being a girl in high school. Hey, Gamer, who, um, real quick. Yeah. Never have I ever seen this show. <laughs> that was too terrible. basic. Yeah, that's too oh, basic. So terrible. Uh, does not even get a chuckle. That was just too on the nose. I, I'm uh, laughing at, at, at Guillermo and Edgar's <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not giving you any... Uh, Anything um, for that one, Eli. It's fine. Yeah. 
but but basically you know it's a high school coming of age type of thing it's um this this girl you know she's dealing with her like originally at the show started off in season one like she her you know her dad earlier she was getting like the odd person in high school and she tries to convince like this big jock star person to have sex with her and and then you know over time and it, I mean, she chickens out, but over time, there's all these things that she's trying for the first time. And this season was kind of was surprisingly good. You know, it's like dealing with the senior year, all the, the anxieties of like identity crises that are happening, which doesn't sound very funny, but it, it, it's just there's a kind of a there's kind of a lightheartedness to it because the characters have so much energy and um, and you know it's, it's well written. And also, one thing that I don't know why it cracks me up, it's narrated by this random professional tennis player for no reason. Like, this female character is narrated oh, by so, this so they're, they're male not, they're female, not acting or, or like anything. This male um, tennis the show. Pro. They're not act. He's not acting as, as if he is her. He's narrating it like, "Oh, Davin, what did you do?" Like, like so, and he'll like constantly make be making references to his own sports career. Uh, that why that cracks me up so much more when I'm watching that show. But it, it kind of has a lighthearted feel, and it, like they're really good characters and everything. But I, I hadn't known that that the new a new season had come out, so it was kind of a nice surprise when I turned on Netflix and it was there. Uh, but I very, really recommend it cool. if you've never very seen cool. it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what have I been up to? Yeah, wait, Chris. Wait, as soon as the guy yeah, talks. I know, I was waiting for the guy to talk. What's up, bro? I was like, Chris. There, there he goes, there he goes. All righty. Um, I started watching uh, season two of Perry Mason oh, on uh, HBO. Oh, I'm sorry, that I'm sorry. Out. Max. It's on Max. Yeah, um, it does not it, disappoint. I heard it got canceled, right, Chris? Um, yes, I did said, not hear the, that. Their season got canceled. Oh damn! So there's only going to be two seasons, damn. unfortunately. What show is this, Chris? Oh. I'm sorry. Um, uh, uh, Perry Mason. It's the uh, reboot of the. Well, it, it started off as novels back in the 30s, which this incarnation. Um, is uh, trying to stick uh, closer to, but like gritty. Uh, but but uh, it was gritty. most famously, most famously, no, yeah, very gritty. Uh, um, he's a lawyer um, in Los Angeles in the 1930s. Um, more famously, though, you, you, the incarnation that you all might be aware of is the uh, 1950s yeah. television show starring Raymond Burr. Um, there was another series, short-lived. Uh, it was canceled um, during its first season in the 70s. Uh, attempting to bring the show back with another actor, um, but uh, that didn't last. And then in the 80s, up to the early 90s, right before Raymond Burr passed away, uh, there was a, uh, a series of movies that were done. Um, uh, con the, the continuing, um, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to say adventures, but the continuing cases of uh, Perry Mason. Um, Chris, uh, were there like are uh, there still the, the Perry moments happening in every episode? Like, uh, what, what do you mean, Perry Mason? It's, moments? it's kind of one of the. It's kind of become one of those terms. Perry Mason moments are those like gotcha moment or the thing where they yeah. just, they get they manage to get a confession on the stand or they like basically the. Uh, yeah. Yes and no. Well, yes and no. Well, because the first, the, the first uh, the, the, it's yeah, it's the really an origin story. Is, the first season. He's kind of finding yeah. his footing. He's not really a, a lawyer. 
He's he's, he's a, a PI. PI. Yeah. He's he's working for a and lawyer they, as a PI. They, they tell and him like the you're, PI, you're, uh, you're you're good at um, death. litigating kind of thing. Um. So you should you should. He t- he takes over he takes over a case because the uh the lawyer yeah. has an untimely death. Uh, leave it at that with yeah, no exactly. no spoilers. Um, but the uh he actually has to study for the bar and take the bar in the first yeah. season. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's more of a character study rather than like so, case by case. So each season though looks like it's yeah. a, a case. Yeah. So this this whole second season is is a new case. So I mean there will there are moments like that. But and, it's, and also he he has like a it, he has know, like it, his he has like his crew far that he relies on kind of thing and then also um like in in the first season he he lives out like because it, you know, it takes place in in in, uh, in Southern California he lives out like in, yeah yeah old uh, LA he lives out where where is it Chris um like out in the the, the valley somewhere it was it like San Fernando Valley but, out but that way like, but it's, Burbank, out that yeah, way but it's there's totally, an airport. Totally uh, like, uh, um, like a ranch, you know. Like you could tell, it's like it takes a while for you to get back into the city. And he has a, like a um, his her neighbor or his neighbor has like a like a landing strip, and um, and she's like this like Latina lady, and they're trying to take her property away from her. And, I know uh, that Eli heard that very differently than you meant. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Eli he did. is a chauvinist <laughs> pig. <laughs> I, I know, but... <laughs> um, well, I'll be, you'll be happy to report this season again jumps into a new case. Um, obviously, he's a lawyer now, so you don't have to go through any of the, the origin like we did the first season. Um, but I, I would like to say that, uh, again... New, uh, 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 creative liberties were taken with this season, but, but, but it works. You out. know what? what um, we'll, we'll talk about indie later uh, about the uh, Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny. But in this sense, yeah, they do lean in to uh, more modern uh, recognitions. Uh, you know, for example, um, uh, Dallas Street's character. Uh, I don't know if she was written that way in the books. I have not read the uh, the novels. Uh, there's eighty of them. Uh, to be precise, Jesus. Um, written uh, back in the 30s, uh, or started to be written in the 30s, but her character is a uh, lesbian. Um, there's also uh, Paul Drake's character is uh, African-American. Um, in, in the 1950s show, Paul Drake was played by a white man. So um, they do, do lean into in- inclusivity. Um, obviously, though, like Adela Street's uh, sexual uh, preference is not... Oh, it's yeah, not yeah. widely known where I mean people would not accept that in that time um but you have a character uh portrayed like that so it's uh you know it's in, in the characters are created uh, there's more in, in inclusivity um but it works out uh we'll we'll talk about indie a little bit later i have i have some thoughts on that um i will say though with this uh season uh, two great lines in the show. Uh, Edgar, you will appreciate this. One is uh, he's on horseback, uh, mm-hmm. Perry Mason, and says uh, uh, two things he likes about L.A. Uh, doesn't snow, and uh, Coles has a pretty good <laughs> Okay, um, Can't get any better than that. The, the other line, yeah, the other line he brings to a lady friend 
Uh, would you like some of these, uh, the pickles? They're uh, from the Cantor Brothers. Nice. So, again, uh, allusions to, uh, alluding to Cantor's uh, Delicantessen. Awesome. So, uh, two great LA, uh, yeah. LA landmarks. Yep. Not just institutions, yep. but landmarks. Yeah, I'm actually right by So, check it out. It's on. Uh, Are you really? Oh, I wish, yeah, it's, open, it's, I wish they were open 24 hours like they used to be. Oh, they closed. Or, or uh, is well, it I mean, the pandemic? The last I checked, they were, yeah. Uh, Chris, a little oh, uh, little crazy um, side note, nothing to do with it, but it was something I found out the other day. Did you know that um, Dupars, you know Dupars, correct? Uh, they're right there at yes. the, the Grove. Did you know that they, they're the, the, the creators of, of the, um, uh, what is it, the uh, Patty Mount? Yeah. No, I did not. Another, another, um, nice. uh, another thing invented here, or at least, at least, no, no, no. It's widely, it's widely known as their. Yeah, it's widely. Is it widely known? Okay, I, I did not know that. Okay, I, I mean, you, you'll get that too. And, and for example, beef dips. Uh, sure, Coles says they, you know, they they created the beef dip, but says they yeah. So does but, I mean, Philippe's, it, it's it's Philippe's okay. If anything, it's widely known that it was invented here in, in in Southern California, right? There's nobody's trying trying to say that it was made somewhere. True. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. No exactly. one's saying otherwise. And no, as Dupars is is actually known with creating it. Like I don't think there's a there's any um anybody is trying to say otherwise. Nice. All righty. Well, we'll be right back. We're going to uh, discuss a movie we saw, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. So stay tuned. You're listening to Geeks and Brews. Every year, an outstanding amount of people lose their teeth, all because of smoking crack. If you want to keep your teeth strong and shiny, there's only one simple thing to do. Don't smoke crack. Smoking crack is bad. So the next time you find yourself with a crack pipe in hand, remember, if you love your teeth, please don't smoke crack. Wake up with us every Saturday morning as we play the latest tracks, some old favorites, a listener request, and of course, our beat of the week. Geeks and Beats. Saturday mornings, 7 a.m. Pacific, exclusively at geeksandbrews.mixler.com. If you enjoy this program and are interested in promotional, sponsorship, and advertising opportunities, reach out to promotions at geeksandbrews.com for more information. Geeks and Brews. Moments. In bad broadcasting. You're going to a very small zoo, but you get to see the animals very close. And, and sometimes you'll get to actually um, actually see them vividly. Like apparently on Sundays, like they'll bring out the bald eagles and like you might get to touch the bald eagles. Or like you could pay a certain amount and get to do something like feed the, um, feed the giraffe or um, like pet the sloth. In fact, this next Saturday, they actually have yoga with sloths <laughs> yoga. there. <laughs> how, how does that work exactly? Is, is that a euphemism? No. How many no, times a night do you pet the sloth, Literally, No, literally, there is yoga with a sloth. And you can take pictures with a sloth. <laughs> Fucking child. 
Um, this is, yeah. But... Eli is a chauvinist pig. I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. <laughs> Geeks and brews. This is uh, Kermit the Frog, and you're listening to Geeks and Brews. Ah, uh, Pet the Sloth. <laughs> True <laughs> classic. Geeks and Brews, a show where we geek out with a brew. It is Chris here, your leader guy. It is Eli, Edgar, and Guillermo. Guillermo, you're drinking a fancy beer. What was it called again? It is called Juneshine Mango Dates. Nice, nice. Uh, Edgar is drinking uh, Coors, uh, the banquet of beer. Um, Eli is drinking a Modelo, and I uh, one-upped him with a Modelo Chilada Limon Isal. Uh, gents, we saw a film, so uh, why don't we get to it? Let's... Uh, Shit. <laughs> Yeah, that just a little bit, little, little bit loud. Let's try that again. Hey, let's geek out. Gents, we saw the last installment of the franchise, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, uh, starring Harrison Ford uh, one last time. Uh, Riding off into the sunset uh, as Indiana Jones. Uh, this uh, film uh, it, it it takes place in the '60s. Uh, I think it was what 1969 to be uh, precise. Uh, closing out that decade, also closing out uh, Indiana's career, um, or better yet, as he's known as Professor Henry Jones Jr., his uh, career as an archaeology professor. Um, where, of course, he uh, has one last adventure, runs into his goddaughter, and gets uh, sucked into the adventure looking for the uh, the dial uh, uh, made by uh, Archimedes. Um, this dial is perceived to uh, be a, a sort of a uh, to vehicle uh, to uh, correct errors, uh, as the villain puts it, um, that uh, Hitler made. Um, during his time as a you know chan- Chrysler and you know evil Nazi leader guy. Um, what did you guys uh think of this uh film, Guillermo? I yes, thought it I was agree. good but not great. It's uh, yeah, it was yeah. like it was a respectable one. It was. Not nearly as bad as a crystal skull, but I feel like uh, I mean it. It was lagging some places, but it like I I don't know. I'm gonna say this. I read a lot of the reviews. They they had a reaping day with it. Like it, they they took out their fangs and and those fangs were like ten feet long. It was really like harsh, but I think they were overly harsh. Um, they, they, uh, yeah, I mean they were overly harsh because it wasn't even though. It wasn't, I think, what we were expecting. One last hurrah! It, it still was enjoyable to watch. Yeah, it was a fun ride, even though it wasn't your favorite ride yes. or what you expected. You still, you still went along with the ride and enjoyed. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You, I mean, know? there's times where well, I'm like, when is this over? I was kind of, uh, especially 
the okay the beginning I, um i didn't like that they superimposed his face as you could tell is it was um yeah. it was very that, bad that got me yeah i mean it's annoying it's but voice. like at some at some point you just kind of get over that i mean like for me i don't want to let something that no, feels no, I'm, like that, a, that, that definitely so, isn't the only reason i mean if if that was the case i, w- I would overlook it but that was just the beginning yeah. at one point it it um it gets boring and then um um then then it it does pick up for me at least um when, when he's on yeah, the adventure yeah when, he, when he's finally at the, the adventure dial? you know i'm like okay cool but there's times where i'm like hurry up and then there's all these characters that they keep bringing in like the the knee or the whatever goddaughter and then now she has her own issues and other people are coming and this is kind of chaotic and i don't i mean yeah. and not that that's a bad thing i just the the flow didn't go smoothly um to me, it didn't really feel like um, an Indiana Jones movie. Um, I, I I will admit that I I really enjoyed the ending. I love how it comes full circle. I thought that part. I thought yeah, that part was I, fantastic. I, I, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but wait, wait. Let's let's summarize it a little for those who haven't seen it yet. Okay. Uh, Guillermo, uh, take take this away. All right. So um, basically, you kind of it brings start with Indy retiring or extreme such of a scene where um, back in nazi germany he was um he was basically trying to find one route and discovers part of this thing called archimedes dial which apparently is rumored and you find this out later is rumored to be able to allow people um the ability to find time fissures which may allow him to do some time travel so it's it, time travel is the gimmick of it and um you you kind of fast forward to when he's about to retire. Um, he's this person who's like god niece, basically a daughter of a friend, kind of confronts him, saying she's selling a dial, and she uses that as an opportunity to try stealing it in order to, um, in order to try selling it. Um, same time, there are these um, Nazi survivors, including this one Nazi scientist who um, came through one of the programs where they would help out with war efforts and he's trying to get a hold of that dial and so he's he starts chasing after him and basically most of the movie is um him and her kind of trying to reluctantly working together to get the dial him trying to stop her from selling and vice versa and the nazis chasing him every bit of the way and naturally you get a situation that's like the the end of the original uh, indiana jones movie with um Raid, um, Raiders is it Raiders of the Lost Ark, where like ultimately the bad guy does get the, the pieces together and use it, um, but it doesn't go as expected. And they end up basically traveling back in time to a war that Archimedes was in. And there's kind of a loop that happens where they sh- Archimedes is working on that, but he's they then show him what it looks like completed, which allows him to create that and creates this loop. Indy doesn't want to leave. Um, Marion, like kind of the the goddaughter, kind of feels uh, feels like an affinity toward him by that point. It knocks him out and brings him back. Um, other thing to know is when they bring him back, he he's originally like downtrodden, so he's retiring, but he's miserable. His son died. His wife left him over the fact that they were mourning son's death. It was kind of going to that, but basically, it's an adventure for the the MacGuffin. This the dial of destiny that leads to time travel. So that obviously happens, and he gets a, he gets back, and um, there's kind of a little reset there. 
um, I don't know if anyone would add anything or or um, take away anything from it, that. It it felt very Logan, and obviously Mangold is the uh, director of Logan. Uh, oh, the guy who directed Logan sense. directed this. Oh. Yeah, uh, James Mangold. Um, it made it made sense in that regard because with Logan because the guy always kind of wanted to die and not be in the spotlight. Um, he didn't want to be in the X-Men, you know, he, he wanted to protect, uh, Rogue, you know, he was never, he was never that, 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 he was, he's the reluctant hero and it made sense, um, for Logan with this one. Why, why does Indy have to be broken down that much? Uh, I kind of wanted to see one last hurrah. I mean, this is where, even though Crystal Skull was not that good, at least it was indie being indie. Um, this one was just, you know, it, it it was like the reluctant hero. I, I got to come out of retirement, do this. It, it had yeah. that feel to it. But he was a broken Chris. man. Was there a reason to make He's him broken? He's 80 years old, bro. I mean. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you have to have a broken what, though, life. I think. Why, why, why okay, does it have no, to be no, no. his wife okay. is not there? And his... you know what, Chris? I, I agree with you. But I felt like if they made him broken, they should have. They they should have um dealt with with him you know they should have dealt with that more, you know it should have been more about him dealing with the, the passing of his uh, of his yeah. son and and then you know maybe yeah maybe I mean, having he maybe, no no it. I understand no, it was, that part it was, it was but, I, but I mean like more 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 intimately as well as like having instead of the that that stupid niece or whatever or goddaughter they should have had um the 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 Aaron. actress at the end come and be throughout the show throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? yeah Mar- and then Marium. they kind of, you know, uh, as it progresses, they kind of like come to a, um, you know, realization that, you know, something. that, yeah. yeah, I think that would have. But it was kind of unneeded. It was kind of unneeded. I mean, obviously, Shia LaBeouf is not re- reprising his role. Um, the character would have been older, would have been a good uh, 12 years older, something like that. So you could have recasted him and it would have been fine. Um I mean, he was a, he was a, he was playing a teenager in the last film. So if you brought him back. Um, could have done that. Um, I mean, it, you know, they missed out on a great opportunity uh, to bring Short Round back. Uh, yeah, they brought the goddaughter back, yeah. and I, and I kind of get it. I'm gonna, uh, I have a little uh, bit to say. We'll, we'll talk a little bit um, about Kathleen Kennedy uh, because there's some rumors going around um, with that. But they, you know, it could have been more indie centric uh, in that universe without bringing. Outsiders, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, Is the, the the villains make sense? You bring in an outsider villain, that always I, happens. I, I like the fact that they brought in like a real thing from history because the Antikythera yeah. device is real, like a real thing they found. Yes. Yeah. Um, it didn't. It's a calculate calculation. Yeah, it didn't device. look like what what it looks like in the movie, but it is. It was a re- real thing that they found. Um, I like how they go like. You know, they figure out the clues, but, you know, where it is, how to find it, et cetera, et cetera. But I do agree with Edgar with uh, it felt a little bit too long. Um, the like <laughs> like the, the scene in the beginning where they superimpose his face could have been a little shorter. And um, yeah, the, the whole hor- the, the video game sequence, yeah, as I the, call it. The the horse chase scene probably could have been a little bit cut down too. That was a little bit long for my taste. The whole chasing him through the parade and all that other shit. 
Yeah, I, I mean, the guy is 80 years old. You want to make it, I mean, you suspend your belief a little bit, but an 80-year-old riding a horse like that, jumping the subway, yeah, didn't have to go that far. Yeah. I think you know, the, the, the cart scene, you're in a cart, I mean. It, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that, those are the things that kind of was like, all right, those could have been a little bit, you know, shorter. Um, and then he's still like, you know, punching people while they're moving the vehicles are moving and he's swinging around i mean i understand what they're trying to do but i don't know it, it could have been a little bit shorter and yeah. still portrayed what they wanted to see i mean it it, it was a okay watch I would, I would i didn't mind watching it it was enjoyable but i wouldn't watch it again this is this, this is like a solid yeah uh, to me this is like a solid like 6.56 6. you know it's yeah, but when we get to the ratings, so we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Um, Attire. You know what? Um, you know what uh, when th- this is one thing about, that was it was. Chris, uh, you know, you know when you yeah. guys were talking about things that were bugging you. One thing for me that did bother me a lot about the movie were two things. Uh, one is just kind of character just switching motivations randomly, like uh-huh. well, ma- mainly uh-huh. the god dog. Yeah. Was once, like oh. she was like. I just want the money. I don't care. And suddenly, like she's kind of becomes more like attached. Suddenly, like yeah, like it. They just kind of. But there was no motivation behind that change. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. It it, it felt like a plot device as as opposed to it's a plot point. Like how how do you even trust her? I got to change. I I couldn't trust her. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, But the other thing that drove me crazy, and this is, I mean, it's something you kind of accept, but it's still kind of annoying. We're just like. The Nazis were chasing them, and there were so many times where they logically should have lost them. Like, no, like, it would have been impossible for them to find. Like, for example, they had... Uh, the water. Um, well, for, they were in in the boat. They they um, hijacked the... Okay. Indy and the, uh, the girl and her uh, friend, basically, are in a boat, and... They the Nazis kind of hijack that boat. They escape. The woman like kind of throws a grenade through the bottom of the ship, kind of effectively causing fire, causing havoc, and they go into another ship, like the original Nazi ship, and get away. And so you have two things that are happening. Their ship's on the ship the Nazis are on is currently on fire, and I think in the engine room, and and the other one's leaving. Somehow the Nazis manage to follow them across from like across the entire ocean yeah, to, to the correct place without them even noticing they're being followed but also the fact that they're able to follow it when there is an, a fire in the engine they should have been able to escape with that but beyond <laughs> that they go and they go to a crowded city somehow the nazis just f- happen to find them or just run them i'm like it's it's not like you're talking about they find like a, a kid in the alleyway town. yeah you're not yeah. talking about like a small yeah. town you're talking about like something that's crowded, like St. Mark's Square in Venice, or or, 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 or oh, sorry, in actual Venice, um, or like something. They're in that, Greece at that point, right? Was it Greece? Yeah, like they're they're yeah. they're like you're going to a place where you're gonna, you have millions of people around, like tons filled with tourists, and they they like without even trying run into them. Also, oh, they don't try Irmo. to. Yeah. He looked through the binoculars, bro, and he was like, oh, they went west instead of east. <laughs> and that was it. 
Well, they saw that. Yeah, but well, no, but they still land we... in the same town. It how... could it could have been anywhere yeah. else. It was just funny. It's not like that's the only town in that in the next continent or in that direction they're going. Oh, it's got to be that town. Like, yeah, I'm being I'm being also, uh, sarcastic. It's, yeah, it's it's kind of like if someone went to they saw they went to Manhattan. They're like ah, and then they just immediately find them. I'm like that. That's kind of the level of credibility. Like you don't. Like there were just you're going to a place with millions of people and you're and you just managed to find them right by the shore be for whatever coincidence. Like things like that are just annoying. Uh, it's not a plot. Maker um, I, thing. You know what? I, and, and maybe this is a sacrilegious and, you know, but even with the last movie, why does he buy the exact same shirt and pants when he does? I mean, I get in the 30s. He, he's that way in the 30s. That's his attire. But. But why, why in the, uh, you know, in the fifties, and then now this movie, you know, it, you know, in the, in the late sixties, why is he still wearing the same attire when he's uh, going on his adventures? Uh, I, I get the hat, uh, you know, his whip. The tools are different, but why the exact same color outfits? Uh-huh. It's what he, he's not Batman. It's what, he's not. He's not a superhero like that. What he likes, bro. I, I know, but you know, it, it, at some point, remember he's. It, He's just a person. Remember, he's not he's not a superhero, he's not a costume. It's He's Batman. You have to ask yourself that too. Uh I mean it's a small a small pet peeve, but it is one. Um as to maybe why even have the last two movies to begin with. Um and l- l- I, I mean I honestly I think what they should have done is recasted like they did with James Bond. The the, the movie was inspired by James Bond, uh, to a degree. You know, it, it just recast it. They had that opportunity before the 08 film. Um, going to, again, going to that same theme of broken characters, Sala seemed like a broken man. Obviously, Miriam, uh, because you, you find out uh, through exposition that uh, Indy and Miriam had lost uh, their son. Um uh, due to the Vietnam War, um, but even Solace seemed like a broken man. Like I, I get that they're old, but wh- why do they have to be broken? Uh, you, you can, st- I mean, it, Indiana Jones. It, it's about finding, you know, finding that artifact, that lost treasure. You know, their fortune and glory. You, you find it, and you know, but you realize it. You know that you should have either a left it alone or it belongs in a museum, something like that. It doesn't have to be about broken people. Um. Going to the casting, um, I'd like to know your thoughts. I read this in uh, in many of the reviews. Um, Kathleen Kennedy obviously is the president at Lucasfilm, uh, which owns the Indiana Jones uh, properties. Again, in a Lucasfilm movie under Kathleen Kennedy's watch, uh, you know, definitely a female character, which is it's all fine. But but why is it that the male character, your franchise character, is pushed aside for the female? And I'm I'm not just saying that the, the female is not an important character. But why is it to the extent that you're like almost belittling um, your your franchise characters that people grew up and love? Like why we go watch these these movies? Um, you know, getting punched in the face. You, you know, was that really necessary to kind of belittle our heroes? I, I'd like to know your guys' thoughts. Uh, you know, we we saw Han Solo. Um, uh, you know, ran through with a blade. 
Luke Skywalker was a joke of himself in The Last Jedi. He wasn't the Luke Skywalker that we thought he would be, you know, that that ultimate Jedi, you know, that great hero. Uh, he went through those trials in the original trilogy and, and then became that shell of a man. And then now, now Indiana Jones, um, we, we see this, which this was not present in the last film. They did mention some age in the last indie uh, flick, but not like this. Um, and again, who's the hero? It, 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 like the, the hero trying to push aside the heroes that were going to watch these films. A white British female. Is there a pattern there? I mean, is that Kathleen Kennedy? I don't know. I don't know. What are your thoughts, gents? <sighs> I mean, I, I don't know the motivation behind it. I can't speak for her. Um, I mean, I guess it all depends on how you look at it. I mean, you can look at it that way. Um, I, I, I don't. I, I, I try not to look at it. I mean, uh, in that way. I mean, I think. I just think that. Um, it's been some shitty calls from different, you know, people. Studio heads. Yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't look into that too much. But if it is, that's that's kind of fucked up. But you know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, again, I hope it's not. And and I'm all for you know having more uh, inclusivity. Um, nothing wrong with with strong female characters, but. The characters that they they seem to be pushing aside. Yeah, no, I understand. And I mean, I have stories. no problem with strong characters if they're done yeah. right. No, I'm not saying the females are pushing aside the characters. I'm talking about the movie yeah, overall. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not saying the females are pushing aside the strong character. You know, the, yeah. The, I mean, the, well, but what I'm you, trying to say you know, is, you know, I, I don't know the here. motivation of of what you know of the person. Um, but I mean, it, it's not it's it's not like it's been the same director or the same you know like. Throughout the whole way, well, the only the only well with indie it has been up to this point. This is the only film that was directed not not directed by Spielberg, and it's kind of funny how he stepped down. Like, why did he step down? Uh, well, I mean, was I, there actually, he, yeah. was there issues well, with, with upper management? You know, he didn't he didn't agree with the 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 way that that the character was being portrayed. I'm sure, you know, but why? Yeah. Then who knows? I'm you know. It, it it makes you wonder though. It it does make you wonder. I mean, he stood on as an executive producer, but you know how how much of that did you do? Um, however, the one constant, uh, the John Williams score. Yeah, I mean that's 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 a, like you know that's like a must, you know. And and, and he was only going to do like a song, and then he kept doing another song and another song and you know another, another theme, and before you know it, he yeah. he did the whole movie. Yeah. Yep. I appreciate the John Williams um, score. I think John Williams um, has a promising career. <laughs> I think so. I think so. At, at the right, yeah. the, the young, the young whippersnapper age of ninety-one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It does you good know, work. One day people will hear of him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He'll be known. I think by you know, I'm, I'm thinking this movie's it. His big break. Um, the uh, there is a rumor going around that Kathleen Kennedy might have been fired. Um. This movie tanked at the box office. Uh, how, how crowded were your theaters? I mean, the, the one we were in had had a decent amount of people, but it wasn't a packed house. Same here. Uh, mine, I don't even think it had half the people. That That's pretty Maybe bad. like 45%. Uh, I mean, this was, a, this was better than when I saw The Flash. Uh, when I saw The Flash, we were one of three groups of people. <laughs> My son and I. 
Yeah. yeah but that's pretty abysmal. In a huge theater room, there was just so many. We, we were sitting there. It was just us. I thought we were going to have the whole room to ourselves. I'm like, wow, this is bad. Yeah, they took the movie down um, from theaters because it was doing so bad. They took it down early, yeah. which is not good. Well, it's not, not, not at all. Um, hopefully, uh, this will be a change for a Lucasfilm. They'll, they'll look at this and reorganize because, uh, um, I mean, well, just Disney in general, uh, they, they bombed with Elemental, their, their, this movie. Um, yeah, it's, it's something, you know, they need to go back there and, uh, retool some stuff. Uh, what do you guys rate this film? Uh, Eli, I you know you said, uh, about a 6.5. Yeah, 6.5. At best. What about you, Guillermo? Uh, I'll get around the same. Yeah. That sounds like a good number. I think I'm giving it a 6.5, and it, it's it's a .5 added to that. That 6 is because of the John Williams score. Yeah. Uh, what about you, uh, Edgar? Yeah, I'm, uh, I like that number. 6.5 sounds like a... Like a, um, yeah, for, for the movie, yeah. That's, that's fine. It, I I think this is the first film we all agreed. Yeah, I mean I I'm, I don't I don't number. wish I gave I wish I gave it a better score. I, I don't I don't I wish it was better. I wish, it, but but you know again, it still felt a little more fun. I, I mean maybe because it wasn't as caricature-y as the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but that movie did hold to a more Indiana type adventure. I didn't hate that movie as much as other people's did, but it was there was definitely something off about it. I, but I did I couldn't figure out what it was. But I think it's just his age. Yeah. I, I I think Maybe you're right. The issue with Indy is everyone wants Harrison Ford, and I think back then should have passed the torch. Uh, I you know Chris Pratt, whomever. I don't know. I mean, you know, you, you know what, Chris? I I, I think you, okay. I I can see why you say they his do with James Bond. But I think that if you no, write but... a good story, he could still pull it off. I mean, he didn't have to go around and do all the stunts if he doesn't want to. You know what I mean? Uh, he, he has the luxury. Uh, yeah, of... but but even if he's not doing, even if he's not doing the stunts, the believability factor that like an eighty-year-old is, you know, jumping out of cars, and uh, I mean, we all break down. Father Time gets us all, yeah. and it, it, that just did not make sense. Yeah. Um, with, with this, uh, uh, with this film especially, even the last one, uh, you know, due to his age, he was in his seventies or, or, or what, early seventies or late sixties. Even that was was a unbelievable. Stretch. Yeah, and 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 this is a stretch too far. Yeah. yeah. So um, six point five. There you have it. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny now in theaters. I assume we'll be in, in Disney Plus uh, very quickly, especially after the. Uh, the turnout with this uh, film. Fun fact of the day. Fun fact of the day. Guillermo. All right. So my fun fact is, do you know Marlon Wayans is still being paid for two bat movies he was never in? Two what movies? Batman movies. Which Batman movies was, was he supposed to play? Like what, the Riddler or something? So he was um, cast as Robin in Batman Returns, and then they removed that. And then Marlon he um, he had really? I think a two movie deal, 
So when they made Batman Forever, he also got residuals, or he also got paid for that, and he got some residuals for those movies. Um, so to this day, he's he actually gets paid for Batman Returns uh, residuals for Batman Returns and Batman Forever. Um, That's and, an interesting casting choice. Yeah, they they cast that really him. Is. He was supposed to be Robin, and th- that was actually an interesting casting choice back then too. Um, and yeah, it was it was one of those funny things where they hired him. He had a contract. They changed their mind, but because there was that contract signed, they still had to pay him. Yeah. So it was like one of the best paydays for doing nothing. It would be funny if he, if they honored him in in the Val Kilmer flick, um, because Chris O'Donnell. I mean, uh, Chris you know, Robin O'Donnell, should be like, like wait. Yeah, that, Robin should be way younger than uh, um, than Batman. You know, Robin's a like a teen. And uh, to have Chris O'Donnell, he looks like he's two days younger than uh, Val <laughs> Kilmer. And uh, um, Mar- if Marlon Wayans was in that, it, 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 he would be the elder. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. All righty. Be sure to stalk us. We're available where all the social medias are available. We're on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and uh New uh, social media for us, Threads. It is uh, the answer to Twitter uh, from Instagram. So we are now on Threads. Of course, you can uh, check out the uh, the show as a podcast. Uh, we are on uh, Spotify, uh, also on uh, Apple Podcasts. That's where you can give us some stars, write a review. We'd appreciate that. We're also on uh, Google Podcasts and iHeartRadio. And of course, uh, for all your geeking on a brew needs, uh, there's geeksandbrews.com. Um, along with YouTube, uh, you can check out all our beats of the week. So check that out. Um, of course, if you're listening on Mixler on the web, uh, continue to do so. But if you'd like to chat with the show live, go to mixler.com, create a free subscription and download that app. Uh, The app is available on your desktop uh, and um, on your uh, smart devices. And you can uh, just search Geeks and Brews, follow us, uh, listen to the show via the the app, and chat with us uh, during the program. Uh, We appreciate that. Um, And again, all your Geeking Out of Brew needs, geeksandbrews.com. Gentlemen, what have we learned today? Eli. I've learned that... Not all uh, titles of shows could be funny for Guillermo. (laughs) Guillermo, what have you learned? I learned that I could get Eli in trouble by saying what I think he's thinking. (laughs) That's bullshit, bro. What about about, about you, Edgar? Um, I learned that Guillermo, and this is not a, um, a slight against Guillermo, he likes uh, to do a lot, a lot of stuff um, that involve like animals. <laughs> I, I don't it's know not a bad thing. I'm just, you know, <laughs> he enjoys hanging out with like, you know, going to zoos and all kinds of shit. So I thought that was interesting. Sloths, yeah, yeah. <laughs> camels. I, I, I learned that there, there could be one, two, or three humps on a camel. How about that? <laughs> all right. All righty, Eli, take us away. All right, for Geeks and Brews, this is Chris, Edgar, Guillermo, and Eli saying leave no beer behind. Thank you very much for listening. 
and we'll see you next time. I can go slow ahead. Come on down and chunk some of this shit. That is blinking fertilizer. Now, why do you have to wash that awful taste out of my mouth? Mountain Dew or crab juice? Ugh! Oh, jeez. I'll take a crab juice. Geeks on brew.